Hello, the philosophy guy here. So this little episode today is, you might see in the title that it says bonus episodes, and it's a preview of the bonus episode that my Patreon supporters have access to, my $3 Patreon supporters. So if you go over to Patreon, you'll be able to, and and the link will be below, you'll be able to access the full length of the episode. I wanted to do a preview for uh, the the Patreon type episode and the bonus episodes to kind of give you a feel. I won't be doing it every single time, but since the podcast is new and the Patreon page is new, I thought I'd include a preview. So maybe if some of you are on the fence and you want to wait to see what bonus episode was like, um, well, this is kind of your chance to see if uh, you'd be interested in doing that. Um, and I'd really appreciate it if you did. It allows me to spend more time on the podcast and help continue to make it grow and do the research and all that. So yeah, if you like it and you like the episodes and you've been liking it and you kind of like the idea that I'm trying to accomplish, then please uh, head on over to Patreon and do that. But I hope you enjoy this preview And uh, please still either subscribe, review, and just listening helps as well. I like just knowing that people are listening is great as well. So giving me your feedback works as well. But yes, I hope you enjoy the episode. And thanks for listening. Ah, that's philosophy. Is that a sport? Uh, No, it's more of an attempt to uh, construct a viable hypothesis to uh, explain the meaning of life. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Would you like to talk about the meaning of life, darling? Sure. Why not? Philosophy for two? Right. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Philosophy Guy podcast. In today's episode, we are continuing uh, the Westworld series, and this will be the last one for now. We're moving on to the next series. It's going to be on Rick and Morty. Uh, But for this one, this is a bonus episode to my Patreon supporters, so I'd like to say thank you to my Patreon supporters. Um, What you do helps a lot and allows me to spend more time on the podcast, pay for the podcast and things like that. And I'm hoping to kind of have this podcast grow so I can spend gradually spend more and more time on it and and we'll see how that goes. But yeah, this is the first bonus episode and it's going to be about from William to the man in black. So one of the season, one of season one's biggest reveals and maybe the most predictable reveals was a reveal that young William from the, the timeline in the past uh, was actually the man in black. Probably only comparable to the reveal that Bernard is actually a host, which that one actually kind of fooled me up to the moment. They kind of made it obvious um, in the first season. But nonetheless, the man in black character might be my most favorite. Not because he's necessarily someone I'm rooting for, but he's someone that's interesting to analyze. He's a man that's that's good at something, playing to people's desires. Yeah, he's someone that is left empty to the challenges of our world, feels the void of meaning in life. He's someone on a journey for meaning, though. So what happens that William goes from wild-mannered to to this mission-driven, violent, and Lucifer-like figure of the man in black? So another question to ponder is, who is the true William? Is there a true William? Is it the man in black, or is it young William with the white hat? Was William Was young William the man in black all along? His true self was just underneath. Or did world events cause William to become the man in black, which moved him away from his true self? 
in, in being the young and innocent William. So to take a look at the philosophy of the man in black or William, we'll need the help of existential philosopher Jean-Paul Sartre, who had an interesting perspective on how human consciousness is forward-looking, where we are constantly looking ahead, making our decisions based on the future we want, an ongoing task, something we, we're trying to achieve that's out there in the future. We are kind of in a, in a constant state of flux in this situation, in the situation. So let's try to explain how or maybe why William changed, why his outlook on life in the park changed. See, young William from the start, when he got to the park, he interacted with the hosts as though they were human. The greeter host, she offered to have some robot human sex with him because of how human-like they were, he refused. And he was engaged to be married at the time, which obviously played, played a role. But as we know, he changes, something switches in him to become the man in black, to, to kind of change his mind on those decisions and his reasoning for doing so. So as we said, for Satra, humans are constantly pushing themselves towards a set of ends, uh, those ends changing and adapting to fit their current situation, to fit people's current situation. We're constantly changing and interacting with the world, getting kind of constantly taking inf- information, right? Getting back to that constant state of flux, our existential project, our end goal is constantly moving towards something. So the question you should ask yourself, if our end goal is constantly changing, can we ever reach a state of completion, a state of perfection or self-satisfaction, self-satisfaction for the state that we are in? A key point to remember with Satra for understanding William is that the end goal is what makes us who we are. That free choice of the individual that is constantly moving towards the next phase. It's not the past, but the future that directs who we are. For Satra, when setting a new path, you have a range of possibilities, possible choices to take on your new existential project. And one must be chosen. New possibilities are confirmed and denied based on this choice. So here's a quote from Satra to kind of help just demonstrate this. A beginning which is given as the end of a prior project, such must be the instant now it is precisely this which is produced in the case of a radical modification of our fundamental project by the free choice of this modification in fact we temporize a project which we are and we make known to ourselves by a future the being which we have chosen so yeah the man in black social and material situation helped from helped form who he is that choice he made going from Young William to the man in black was absolutely affected by a situation he was in in the real world, him being a rich billionaire who married into a rich family. The fact he had seemingly conquered the outside real world affected him. After accomplishing this, we kind of learn he hit a wall, an existential crisis, feeling the void of his existence, the void of his meaning in his life, where he wondered, why am I not fulfilled? What is the point of all this? Plus, we learn his wife killed herself in the second season, which led to him entering the park for one final mission, to accept who he is. He chose to choose what he perceived to be himself. That's accepting your freedom for Satra, and that's exactly what the man in black seems to have done.